Hey, Soul Family. Thank you for being a part of this cosmic community. If you like what you hear, we ask that you do us a favor and share the podcast with your inner circle. And if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you love what you hear, please consider becoming a monthly supporter for less than you spend on your coffee order. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Embody Saluna. As always, we thank you for your support and love in this community. Now, enjoy tonight's episode. Hey, hi, hello, beautiful souls. You are listening to Embody Saluna, a podcast about healing through spirit and love. If you are new here, welcome. We're happy you have found us. And if you are returning, hello, friend. It's good to have you back. The other day I was daydreaming. And it's a daydream I have a lot. I am afflicted with wanderlust. True affliction. It pains me that I can't pick up and go all of the time. Like every time I think about it. Um, And I was daydreaming the other day about what it would be like to just load my Jeep. And once it was full, I would just head in some direction, destination unknown, leaving behind whatever didn't fit. And part of that was because I'm in the process of making some decisions about what comes next for me in this life on this journey and one decision I have to make is about, you know, where I'm going to live next and the knowledge that I hold that I won't be staying here. And so I was thinking about that and I was also thinking about how I'm just surrounded by so much stuff and that thought sort of started this barrage of other thoughts that went actually much deeper than I thought that they would. Or maybe much deeper than I expected them to, because I don't think I thought they would go anywhere. But I was sitting at home, looking around and thinking about the prospect of moving soon and packing and all of the things. And it became almost immediately overwhelming because I'm surrounded by so much stuff. And I started thinking about all this stuff. I started thinking about where it all came from, how I managed to kind of collect it all. I started thinking about the stuff that's not even in my living space. I've got a garage of stuff that keeps me from being able to park my Jeep in there. And this extreme avoidance of like doing anything about it. For a very long time, I acquired a lot of stuff because it was in some ways gifted to me. Some of it was truly gifted and some of it was conditionally gifted, which is the story of my life and my childhood. You can have this as long as, right? As long as you continue to do whatever thing somebody else has decided you have to do to prove your loyalty and your love and whatever, your worthiness, that you deserve these things. And then to make matters worse, if you ever thought of getting rid of any of those things or if anything ever happened to those things, even natural wear and tear on those things, it would mean that you were selfish 
and you didn't take care of things and you don't care about other people or what they do for you or what they give you and that becomes the message so then what happens is you and by you i mean me become emotionally attached to every single material possession and you feel obligated to keep it and to schlep it around with you through life but you know what i'm exhausted i'm tired of schlepping i'm tired of pulling all this weight behind me my whole life i have had to bear the burden of extra weight and no wonder i'm miserable and no wonder i have an eating disorder and no wonder my life feels perpetually exhausting no wonder the emotional hoarding that i have learned has manifested itself into material possessions that also get hoarded on some level because they become just too difficult to let go when letting go was called something else so i looked around at all this stuff and i had that thought and then i had a thought around how it has impacted my money story all my life and this sense of like never having enough and having to prove that all these things that i have all these clothes, these shoes, these handbags, the things in my kitchen, the things in my living room, all these books, all this stuff, that it all means something, that it says something about my status or my success or me or some bullshit thing. Really, at the end of the day, I work four days a week and I wear the same four outfits. Eight. I have eight. I rotate at two weeks, six outfits, two jeans and they are just on constant rotation. I have all these shoes, I wear the same three pair every week. And I'm not sure that any of this is coming out the way that it came to me in my mind when I was daydreaming the other day, but I think the point that I'm getting at is that I'm so tired of all of this stuff and I am so tired of maintaining some narrative that downsizing this means that I'm some kind of terrible person who never cared about where it came from. And that's not true. It's not true. And also, it's not okay for people to hold these things over you for the purpose of control, especially emotional control, which is where most of this came from. Emotional control. I was gifted these things because something would be given back and it would be my loyalty. And if I did anything to falter, even even indicate that I didn't want anything, then it meant that I didn't love anybody. I didn't care about other people's feelings, just rude and selfish. And now as I'm thinking about the next phase, as things are beginning to transition, as I'm preparing for the end of one cycle and the start of another, which will overlap, by the way, I have to think about, I have to think about how I will follow the path on this journey comfortably without carrying so much weight. And it's been hard because as I've begun to downsize, which is something I desperately want to do, like my ideal aesthetic is something between minimal and cozy. Warm minimalism. Seems like an oxymoron. But that's where I'm at. I want few things. I want 
warm, cozy things. I don't want to schlep emotional burden through the next phase of my life. I've done it long enough, but as I prepare for that, it's hard because it's not something you just turn off. Every time I pack something away, every time I throw something away, every time I prepare to donate something or give something or whatever the case, I'm left with this deep, deep sadness, this feeling like I've done something wrong. You know what it is. When I was a child, I think I was five or six years old, I wanted this little plastic play grocery cart that came with its own set of little groceries. I used to love pretending to be a cashier at a supermarket. I don't know why. Just really loved pretending that. Did it all the time. And I wanted this little cart, little grocery cart, little plastic grocery cart, had little plastic groceries that came with it. But we didn't have money. So I was told no, I couldn't have it. And then I got money. I don't remember if it was like birthday or Christmas or I don't know but some other family member members gave me money and so my mom said we could go get this cart we went to the store and she gave me the money to hold on to and I don't fault her for that like you know in retrospect should she have known better probably but that's not really the problem here it's what comes after she gave me the money to hold on to and we walked through the store to the place where they kept all the toys and we needed to get someone to help get the cart off of like a top shelf and we got it down and we went to get in line and my mom asked me for the money so that she could pay and I didn't know where it was I didn't remember putting it down I didn't I don't I didn't know what happened to it I don't know if I opened my hand somewhere along the way and it fell out. I don't know if I got excited and I just forgot that I was holding it. I don't know what happened. We went back to look over in that area and there was nothing. And she was so upset with me. She was angry. I got in trouble and I was crying and I couldn't have the cart anymore because the money was gone. And she pulled me out of the store and I was devastated and she was mad and I never got that cart <laughs> ever and it's the same feeling now as I get rid of things or downsize things it's that feeling of losing the money in the store I had the same feeling after my car accident in October of 2020 the one everyone was so surprised I walked away from the one that everyone thought I should have died in, the only thing I could think about was how I fucked up because she was buying that car, she was paying for that car, and now it was totaled, and I would have nothing. And I felt like that little five-year-old who couldn't find the money. And all of it is about my greater money story, and all of it is about my schlepping, and all of it is about how hard it is to be in this space now. And I could go back and look at all kinds of relationships and see where all of it showed up inside of those relationships, friendships, partnerships, work, whatever. And I personally have been doing a lot of work around my greater money story, but now as I'm kind of downsizing all of this and thinking about what comes next, so many pieces are rushing forward that I hadn't considered, I hadn't given attention to, and now I am. And all of it is to say that this is hard. It's hard. And I don't doubt that part of my wanderlust 
has been deep down a desire to just escape all of it my whole life. Yes, there's a part that is related to the excitement of learning new things and being in new places, but I do believe a part of it is the romance of turning your back, running away, and never looking at it again. Except we can't really do that because we can't outrun our shadow. I think that's what I have for tonight. One, four, three. Good night.